Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for investigative journalism. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN, reminding you all to subscribe. And if you're not, we'll find out. It's true, because we'll investigate the journalism out of you. Investigative journalism. For other uses, see investigative journalism disambiguation. For broader coverage of this topic, see watchdog journalism. Investigative journalism is a form of journalism in which reporters deeply investigate a single topic of interest, such as serious crimes, political corruption, or corporate wrongdoing. An investigative journalist may spend months or years researching and preparing a report. Practitioners sometimes use the terms watchdog reporting or accountability reporting. Most investigative journalism has traditionally been conducted by newspapers, wire services, and freelance journalists. With the decline in income through advertising, many traditional news services have struggled to fund investigative journalism due to it being very time-consuming and expensive. Journalistic investigations are increasingly carried out by news organizations working together, even internationally, as in the case of the Panama Papers and Paradise Papers, or by organizations such as ProPublica, which have not operated previously as news publishers and which rely on the support of the public and benefactors to fund their work. The growth of media conglomerates in the U.S. since the 1980s has been accompanied by massive cuts in the budgets for investigative journalism. A 2002 study concluded that investigative journalism has all but disappeared from the nation's commercial airwaves. 
Definitions. University of Missouri journalism professor Steve Weinberg defined investigative journalism as, quote, reporting through one's own initiative and work product matters of importance to readers, viewers, or listeners. In many cases, the subjects of the reporting wish the matters under scrutiny to remain undisclosed. There are currently university departments for teaching investigative journalism. Conferences are conducted presenting peer-reviewed research into investigative journalism. Citation needed. British media theorist Hugo de Burr, 2000, states that an investigative journalist is a man or woman whose profession is to discover the truth and to identify lapses from it in whatever media may be available. The act of doing this generally is called investigative journalism and is distinct from apparently similar work done by police, lawyers, auditors, and regulatory bodies in that it is not limited as to target, not legally founded, and closely connected to publicity. History. American journalism textbooks point out that muckraking standards promoted by McClure's magazine around 1902 have become integral to the character of modern investigative journalism. Furthermore, the successes of the early muckrakers continue to inspire journalists. Muckraking was a vocab word on a test in social studies in middle school for me. How'd you do? Probably failed it. Tools. This section does not cite any sources. Please help improve this section by adding citations to reliable sources. An investigative reporter may make use of one or more of these tools, among others, on a single story. Analysis of documents, such as lawsuits and other legal documents, tax records, government reports, regulatory reports, and corporate financial filings. Databases of public records. Investigation of technical issues, including scrutiny of government and business practices and their effects. Research into social and legal issues. Subscription research sources, such as LexisNexis. Numerous interviews with on-the-record sources, as well as, in some instances, interviews with anonymous sources, for example, whistleblowers. Federal or state Freedom of Information Acts to obtain documents and data from government agencies. OSINT, open source intelligence databases and tools that contain free and open resources that anybody can use. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you investigate whatever you need to investigate. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. 
specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you for listening to that message. Now, I would love to show you some examples of great investigative reporting. No, no. I would love to show you some examples of investigative reporting. No, no, I still would love to, even though you're doing it first. I'm glad you could admit it. This article may contain indiscriminate, excessive, or irrelevant examples. Please improve the article by adding more descriptive text and removing less pertinent examples. Julius Chambers of the New York Tribune had himself committed to the Bloomingdale Asylum in 1872, and his account led to the release of 12 patients who were not mentally ill, a reorganization of the staff and administration, and eventually to a change in the lunacy laws. This later led to the publication of the book A Mad World and Its Inhabitants, 1876. That's really interesting. That yeah, there's a, a documentary on it. Oh, there is? Yeah. A, like, it should be a movie, too. That would be a great movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ida B. Wells Barnett's 1892 Southern Horrors documented lynching in the United States exposing in the pages of black-owned newspapers as a campaign of oppression and intimidation against African Americans. A white mob destroyed her newspaper press and office in retaliation for her reporting. Ida Tarbell's 1904 book, The History of the Standard Oil Company, exposed the nefarious practices and methods of the monopoly of the company and led to its dismantling. Nellie Bly, a pseudonym used by Elizabeth Cochran Seaman in the late 19th century, famously feigned insanity as part of her 1887 undercover investigation into and subsequent expose regarding the inner workings of the Women's Lunatic Asylum in New York City, published to wide acclaim as a series of articles in the New York World, which were later compiled and further detailed in her book, Ten Days in a Madhouse, Bly's revelations led to both a grand jury investigation of the asylum and increased funding for the Department of Public Charities and Corrections. Between 1972 to 1974, Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein uncovered and exposed a variety of incriminating information regarding President Richard Nixon's 1968 to 1972 presidential campaign. The information exposed prompted Nixon's resignation in 1974 and was then unrecognized as the Watergate scandal. Bill Dedman's 1988 investigation, The Color of Money, for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution on Racial Discrimination by Mortgage Lenders in Middle-Income Neighborhoods, received the 1989 Pulitzer Prize for investigative reporting and was an influential early example of computer-assisted reporting or database journalism. Brian Deere's British Press Award-winning investigation for the Sunday Times of London into the worldwide MMR vaccine controversy, which revealed that research published by The Lancet associating the children's vaccine with autism, was fraudulent. The Daily Telegraph investigated claims that various British members of parliament had been filing dubious and frivolous expense claims and had done for many years in secret. The House of Commons Authority initially tried to block the release of the information, but the expenses were leaked 
to the Telegraph. The newspaper then released pieces of information which dominated the news for weeks and caused considerable anger in the UK. But nothing happened. What? (laughs) I said, but nothing happened. No, I guess not. John M. Crudson of the Chicago Tribune wrote a 1996 article proposing the installment of defibrillators on American airliners. Crudson argued that based on his research and analysis, quote, medical kits and defibrillators would be economically justified if they saved just three lives each year. Soon after the article's publication, airlines began installing defibrillators on planes, and the devices began to show up in airports and other public spaces. Ten years after installing defibrillators, American Airlines reported that 80 lives had been saved by the machines. Wow, so that is like way more than he said would justify it. Yeah, that's amazing. One of the largest teams of investigative journalists is the Washington-based International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, ICIJ, launched in 1997 by the Center for Public Integrity, which includes 165 investigative reporters in over 65 countries working collaboratively on crime, corruption, and abuse of power at a global level under Gerald Ryle as director. Working with major media outlets globally, they have exposed organized crime, international tobacco companies, private military cartels, asbestos companies, climate change lobbyists, details of Iraq and Afghanistan war contracts, and most recently, the Panama Papers and Paradise Papers. Hopewell Chinono, the award-winning Zimbabwean journalist who investigated and exposed the COVID gate scandal in Zimbabwe in June 2020, U.S. $60 million was siphoned to a shadowy company called Drax that is linked to President Emerson Mnangagwa. The exposure resulted in the dismissal and arrest of Health Minister Obadiah Moyo. Hopewell Chinono was arrested on flimsy charges in an apparent attempt to silence him. The investigative Commons Center opened in Berlin, Germany in 2021 and houses the European Center for Constitutional and Human Rights Forensic Architecture and Bellingcat. Well, investigative journalism. Yeah, we investigated it. Now we know more about it. Is this journalism what we're doing right now? What is journalism specifically? I don't know what the specific action. What actually... I can tell you that journalism is a production and distribution of reports on the interaction of events, facts, ideas, and people that are the news of the day and that inform society to at least some degree of accuracy. The word a noun applies to the occupation, professional or not, the methods of gathering information and the organizing literary styles. So, yes, we are journalists. Yeah, if we really want to be like jerks about it, yeah, we could say that. Oh my God, amazing. This has been the Wikipedia page for investigative journalism. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with the truth. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. 